listening to Queen with Standards, the podcast where we discuss all things relationships and inspire you to become the absolute best version of yourself along the way. Whether you're struggling through a relationship, trying to heal your heartbreak, or just want advice on everyday dating habits, this is the place to walk by faith, recognize your worth, and own your standards. I am your host, certified life coach and relationship expert, Jante Rashawn. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of the Queen with Sanders podcast. I'm John Tay, and I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this topic because let me tell you, I've been there. I say I've been everywhere, but I've really been there. And I know the importance that this played in changing the outcome. And so what we're talking about in this episode is one of the keys to successful dating, and that's having the right mindset. So let's talk really quickly about the definition of mindset, right? When I looked it up, it said a way of thinking. Okay. But then it also said unconscious belief that we bring to a situation. Boom. Unconscious belief we bring into something, which means we're already believing as we're thinking. Whatever we are thinking about a situation, we believe that that is what it's going to be. So that immediately put me in the mindset of, hey, my faith needs to be at the forefront, right? So we want to make sure that our mindset is right going into any situation. If I'm bringing something unconscious into a situation, it better be faith. I need to be walking in expectancy, right? And so that made me think so much about what a negative mindset can do to a situation to any situation, to be honest, because mindset plays a huge role in any and everything that we do. Every area of our life, every relationship you have, you know, with your family, with your friends, with your boss, your coworkers, mindset impacts everything. And just for example, think about a job, right? You know, once upon a time, I had a job that I hated so much. (laughs) And I would say, oh God, I would get to the building. I'd be like, I do not want to go in here. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to do this work. I don't like this job, right? And so I started to notice that my days were longer and drawn out and I was just so drained. And then once I changed my mindset, I started saying, you know what? This is a means to an end, right? This is not my permanent situation. God is bringing me something better. I'm just waiting in expectancy, right? And so once I started to walk in like, okay, I'm gonna get through the day. I'm gonna do what I need to do because soon I won't be here anymore. And so what happened is anything negative that happened, anything that got on my nerves, I was able to take it on the chin because I knew it wasn't my permanent situation. Not only did I know that, but that was my mindset. And because that was my mindset, that was my approach to everything. And so the same thing applies when we're dating, right? We have to have our mindset in the right space, So now we know what it means to have a negative mindset, but let's talk about something else too, because you can also have a weak mindset. And what does that look like? I don't know what is going to happen when I get in here today. I don't know what the day has for me. Anything could happen. Is it going to be horrible? Is it going to be good? So what happens is you're easily swayed. You check your inbox and there's a bad email and now your whole day is thrown off. So we want to be in a good headspace for whatever we're dealing with. Okay, so let's jump to dating now. The first thing that we want to do as it relates to mindset for dating is ignore the stats. Yes, there are so many things to consider when we're talking about the stats, right? The numbers, the odds. And it's been this way for so many years. Um, College, think back to your college years. I know on my HBCU campus, 
it was 12 to one, 12 women for every one man. But did that ever impact how many relationships who was trying to talk to you? No, it did not. Right. And so when we think of now and as we're adults, we have to consider what type of guy we want, because we know that in 2021, the numbers, and they have been for years, right? There's always going to be more women than men when we have to consider, you know, a lot of other things. Are there less? Are there more? Do we want a black man? Do we want a tall man? Do we want someone who is in corporate America? Do we want blue collar? All those things play a role, right? But that cannot be the focus, right? Ignore those stats, because they impact your mindset negatively. What that also means is you want to ignore what we're seeing out here on social media a lot of the times, what we're seeing in terms of, this is the big one, Clubhouse. Now, I am not active on Clubhouse, but I do hear from a lot of women how discouraging it is to be in some of these rooms. And so, You know, they'll say, well, these guys are talking about what they want and what they're not going to deal with and what they're expecting out of a woman. It's just not something that I believe in. I don't know how I'm ever going to find a man that I can marry. And all these men have these horrible mindsets, right? These horrible ideals about dating and marriage and relationships. I just, I'm giving up. I'm not dating. And this is what I'm hearing so much. And so my first thought is, why are you logging into the rooms? Why are you signing up? Why are you clicking the link? Get out of those rooms. And the reason I say that is because you don't want your mindset to be impacted by something negative that you put in it, right? And so we we need to know first that our mindset is impacted by the things that we see, the things that we feed our mindset. Those have the same results. You, If you are feeding yourself negativity, all it is is going to pile, stockpile on top of the negative thoughts that you had, even if they were hidden far in the back, now they're at the forefront, right? If you were, you had a fear of there not being enough men and now you're on here and you're saying all these men are dating multiple women. No one believes in monogamy because there are rooms that talk about that in clubhouse and everywhere, right? That is some people's reality, but guess what? It doesn't have to be yours because just like there are men who are accepting and doing it and having these different guidelines for women, that they need to live up to, there are men who are traditional. There are men who love and look for monogamy. There are men who can't wait to get married. Now, those men may not be as vocal, but they are there. And a lot of times those men, and I was having a conversation with someone about this recently, a lot of times those men are not even active on social media. And maybe that's one of the reasons that they're in that good mindset because social media is you know something that's transcending as the world transcends. And so what does that mean? It's adopting a lot of their mindsets. Yes, you have Christian rooms, great things out there to watch and listen to, but there are much smaller numbers. Even you look at the number of followers, much smaller than the other ones. And that's just the way the world has become. But again, that does not have to be your reality. Your reality is what you define it as, what you surround yourself with, what you pour into yourself. That becomes your reality. So that's definitely a big part. What are you pouring into yourself? What are you watching on TV? You know, are you watching shows where, you know, people aren't in relationships that are what you're looking for, or, you know, people aren't conducting themselves with something that makes you feel good about dating because you have to feel good about it to do it. Why go out and indulge in something that you have a negative mindset about? 
So that's a really important factor. What are you pouring into yourself? What kind of books are you reading? You know, what kind of programming, what kind of movies? And yes, we can entertain ourselves. There's nothing wrong with entertainment. I watch all types of things. But what I have gotten away from is a lot of reality shows and not because I'm bashing reality shows, but because the personal effect it was having on me. (laughs) I get too invested. (laughs) I'm really mad at the people. I'm really like, oh man, I can't believe he did that. It's changing my mood and my mindset. I'm looking at my husband sideways because somebody's husband on TV did something. Listen, (laughs) I don't need that. So I backed away from it. But if you can indulge and you know that every now and then, and it's fine for you, just find out what works for you. The main goal is to maintain a healthy mindset. I just covered a big portion of it. You also, you don't want to be in a position where you settle. Because if you're in these rooms on Clubhouse and you're hearing what you think men want and you're thinking, oh my God, I need to conform to this. And now you're settling because that's not true to who you are as a woman. And when we settle, we know that takes us down a rabbit hole that we don't want to be at because we want to be the best version of ourselves. So we don't want to compromise our confidence, our self-worth, our value, because now we're in dangerous territory. So we don't want to settle. And then also you have to consider when you don't ignore the stats and you focus on everything that's going on, you can come off as desperate. And here's the big thing about desperation. Any person can smell it, see it, sense it from a mile away. Think about your own situation, right? Think about times when you've been out and you'd be like, gosh, he's so thirsty. It's too much, right? You can sense it a mile away. It's the same thing. You don't want to seem desperate because what happens when you seem desperate, people automatically think, okay, I can treat her however I want to treat her. She's not going anywhere. She'll do whatever I ask her to, or she'll accept whatever behavior I throw at her because she's desperate. And you are not desperate. I'm not desperate. We're not desperate. Why? Because we have a lot of things going on for ourselves. We have goals. We have dreams. We have aspirations, right? And so we're ignoring the stats. And then we're being mindful of what we're pouring into ourselves, what we're watching, what we're listening to, who we're keeping company with. Ooh, been there, done that. You keep company with people who are living life reckless or they're in relationships that are unhealthy their toxicity, they're sharing it with you, not with the means to bring you down, but inadvertently, isn't that what it's doing? It's putting a negative connotation about dating, about relationships, or maybe about marriage into your mind. So be mindful about the people that you're keeping company with, about the conversations that you're having. Uplift, inspire, motivate. That's what we want to do, right? So now we know the mindset we don't want to have. The most important thing is that you never question your value. Having the ability to ignore the stats means that you know your worth, you know what you bring to the table, you know everything that's dope and amazing about you is without question a fact. So you're not going to allow yourself to settle. You're not going to be discouraged and you're definitely not going to be desperate out here dating because you know your value. So what mindset should we have? What should our focus be? We should have a goal-oriented mindset. Why? Because when we are focused on the goals, the dreams, the purpose, the vision, right? That God has given us. We all have a purpose. I have a purpose. You have a purpose. They're all different. We have a purpose, right? So the goals and dreams and visions that you have, those are typically tied to your purpose. 
And so that's where our focus should be. So whatever state, whatever step you're in, if you're in the the phase where you're just realizing, hey, there's something that I may want to do outside of my nine to five. There are other things I'm passionate about. And you start taking steps and planning in that direction. And that begins to consume your time. Or maybe it's your job that you're on now and your goal is like, you know what? I love what I'm doing. One day I want to own a company. One day I want to be my boss's boss. Those are all great goals. Start moving in that direction. And so when we're working towards our dreams and our goals and our visions and our ultimate purpose, right, that God has for us, then that prevents us from being overly consumed with the dating process, relationships, right? Because when we're consumed in those things, that's when it becomes unhealthy. So just for the record, anything that is consuming you, it's typically not a strong foundation at the helm. And so let me give you an example. I've been in relationships where I was overly consumed, right? And so you might think that, oh, we're, you know, I'm just so in love with this person. No, but you're consumed. And by consumed, I mean, when I'm off at my job or a girl's trip or a business trip or whatever it is, and I cannot focus on other things that I need to do because I am worried about what he's doing or thinking about what he's doing or wanting to be up under him over, that is not healthy, Anything in excess is not good. I really like to live by that (laughs) statement. Anything in excess is not good. Anything, right? So even say, well, healthy eating, healthy eating is great, but in excess it's not because we still need some fats and some sugars and some salts and some, we need other things, right? Even exercise, you had to rest your muscles every now and then. Can't just be overworking, right? So anything in excess is not good, but particularly in a relationship. So I should not be, and thanks to my grandmother who years ago told me this because I was in an unhealthy relationship. And though I didn't really realize it was unhealthy, but when I went to work, I couldn't focus because I was worried about what he was doing. Well, he said he was going to call me at this time. He didn't call. And I wonder why he didn't call. You know, insecurity was at the helm of that. And I didn't realize it. See, sometimes we have to reflect on it because I should be confident enough in my relationship to say, okay, I'll see you later. And I go and handle my business and I'm successful at what I'm doing and I'm focused and I'm driven. And then you come back together. That's in a relationship, but even in dating, it's even more vital, right? Because when you're dating somebody, you haven't given that much yet to it, right? But the dating process can be consuming if you allow it to, especially with online dating. You can swipe all day. Oh, I have 200 matches. Let me see this person and this person and this person and this person. And it can be consuming but you have to have goals, things that we are working toward that are bettering you as a person. You might have fitness goals. You might want to eat healthier, right? Whatever your goals, other things should be consuming you. Other things you should be working toward and filling your time with and excited and passionate about other than just dating and finding love. So there you have it, the keys to having the right mindset for dating. So the first thing, right, is we want to make sure that we are in a strong mindset, not a weak one, because we're easily swayed. We want to make sure that without a doubt, we are ignoring the stats and knowing our value, right? And then, of course, we want to be goal oriented. That way we're focused on everything else that we have going on for ourselves. I so hope you enjoyed this episode of Queen with Sanders podcast, because we as women have to do everything we can to remain in the right mindset especially for dating. Thank you so much for listening. And I can't wait to see you next time for another episode of Queen with Standards. Many blessings. 
Thanks so much for listening to the Queen with Standards podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts so other amazing women just like you can find the show as well. You can also head over to my website at jontabershawn.com and grab your copy of my book. And if you want to learn more about me, you can follow me over on my Instagram page at jontabershawn. I hope to see you here next week. Many blessings. Many blessings.